Welcome to A Magical Life, Health, Wealth and Weight Loss. I'm your host, Magic Barclay, Lead Practitioner at Holistic Natural Health Australia and number one best-selling author. In this podcast, I aim to give you practical tips on how to accelerate and sustain your health, increase your financial, spiritual and emotional wealth and to look at something that haunts many of us needlessly, weight loss. In some episodes, I'll have guests available to give you even more tips, but in others, the floor is yours. Drop us a line at A Magical Life Podcast on Facebook and let me know what you would like to know more about. Now, sit back and enjoy, because it is time for you to create and truly discover a magical life. Welcome back to A Magical Life. I'm your host, Magic Barclay, and today I'm joined by Gordon Stein. Gordon is an international keynote speaker, blogger, personal finance expert, and author of Cashflow Cookbook, $2 million of financial freedom in 60 easy recipes. He delivers transformational talks that help people crush their number one stress, their finances. His mission is to improve financial wellness and help his audience regain focus, balance, and joy in their lives. Gordon combines his trademark wit and his no BS style to speak with employee and association groups, financial advisors, and the media about a breakthrough path to financial wellness with no risk, minimal effort, minimal sacrifice, and no budgeting. In his spare time, he's an avid sailor, aging downhill ski racer, and not yet great or even good guitar player. Welcome, Gordon. Thank you, Magic. It's terrific to be here. Now, come on, there's there's a few things we've got to pull out of this bio. Now, the first thing is your trademark wit. I love funny people, and my sense of humor can be quite left of center. So how do you make finances fun and funny? Well, you know, I think people really struggle with their finances. I see that, you know, with audiences all around the world. I think it could be a whole lot simpler, and I think it could be more fun. And I think one of the key things with fun is if you read things from a lot of personal finance authors and bloggers, you know, it's all about budgeting and saving 10% of what you earn and giving up things that you love, and that's not a lot of fun. So the approach I have is really different. It's about driving a lot of costs out of things that you're spending money on anyway, month after month. So the idea is to drive out a lot of costs without changing your lifestyle. So you keep the fun, but you're slowly seeing your wealth building and growing over time. I think that's what makes it fun. And then in Cashflow Cookbook, it's a personal finance book, and I wrote it as a cookbook. So the fun part there comes from a lot of cooking puns. As my editor said, it's not bad cooking puns to pull a roasting pan. That sounds very good. And you're an avid sailor. What do you sail on? Well, I've done a lot of uh, long-distance and offshore races. I did the Newport to Bermuda race uh, a few years ago, and I've had two different racing sailboats for about five years each. So uh, I love any kind of sailing. Wonderful to be out on the water. And now uh, here in Cleveland, Ohio, I'm starting to do a lot more kayaking because there's terrific rivers in the area. That sounds lovely. 
Now, Gordon, I always ask my guests the same three questions for our first episodes together. And the array of answers I get never ceases to amaze. So here goes. What can your expertise do to accelerate health, be it emotional, spiritual, or physical? Because we know that stress affects health. And when you're stressing about finances, your health can go down too. So how can you help people with that? Well, I'll continue saying it's a great question. If you look at one of the wellness programs, they put an awful lot of focus on reducing stress, you know, meditation and all these kinds of things to help people uh, relax and de-stress themselves. But the data tells us that people's number one stress is their finances. So to my mind, why not go straight to that? I think we can help people with their finances. That's going to reduce their stress dramatically. Of course, that's going to impact every aspect of their lives. Definitely. Now, this next question, Gordon, is it's almost like it's written for you. And the question is, what are your top three tips to creating wealth? Well, I would say that the first one, I'll, I'll borrow this right from my book, Cash Flow Cookbook. I talked in the book about the very first step. I call it broil the bill. So I carry the, you know, the cooking time forward, but really to take any bill that you have, your car insurance, your house insurance, your house taxes, all of them can be reduced. And I lay out in my book, Castle Quickbook, exactly how to do that. And I think it's a great place to start because it's very empowering. And suddenly you freed up some cash from something you have to pay anyway. Um, but then you start to think, hey, you know what? I can really use this to pull my finances into order. So that's, you know, first tip. Second tip, I call it saver the savings. And what I mean by that is, Let's say you're able to save $200 a month on your car insurance. So you could just leave it in your checking account. But we all know it's going to get slurped up. <laughs> you won't get any real benefit out of it. Save for the savings. What I mean by that is take that money and right away increase your mortgage payment. Or right away increase your investments uh, that you're making on a monthly basis. So what happens now is you really put those savings to work. So I think that's the second big one that I would offer. The third one that I would say for people is to get wiser on their wealth. What I mean by that is, if you say to most people, how much wealth do you have right now? A lot of them wouldn't understand the question. They wouldn't know how to calculate it. But wealth is just what you own minus what you owe. So setting up a wealth tracker is a way of saying, hey, what do I own right now? My bike, my house, my cars, all these things minus what I owe, my credit cards, my line of credit. Etc. And that gives me a number. Some people call it net worth. I don't like the term. We're worth more than our money. But uh, that gives you an idea of your wealth. If you start tracking that every month, you know, I think it'll build a lot more mindfulness into your finances. So those would be my three. There's some great tips there. And I think that can be applied to so many areas of life, not just wealth creation or wealth building, but that's certainly a great mm -hmm. place to start. It is for sure. Now, we do talk weight loss here because many people battle this needlessly. And I know from my personal experience with my weight, as my financial situation fluctuated, so did my weight. And mm. so have you ever battled your weight, Gordon? And if so, what was your trigger or impetus to losing it? And how can you help the listeners if they're in that kind of situation? You know, it's great. It's interesting the way you're putting the question because I think there's so many parallels 
in life, if you think about every aspect about our lives, you know, there's our diet and our exercise and our, you know, what are we doing spiritually? What are we doing on our finances? And all of these things have a lot of common patterns. To me, they really come down to two things of consequence. One is measurement. So something like your weight, you know, weighing yourself every day, I think makes a huge difference. It builds up some mindfulness and it makes you think every day about, you know, are you getting in the exercise? Are you eating healthy? And I draw the parallel in terms of your finances, knowing that wealth number and how is that fluctuating month by month? And are you moving things into a good direction? The second big part of this is habits. And I find that people are very self-limiting around their habits. They'll, they'll make a statement about themselves. I can never lose weight. Or, you know, I only drink 2% milk. Whatever it is, I can't exercise. I'm not a runner. And they set themselves up that, you know, something is a changeable habit. They view it as a, as a doctor. And that's the way they're always going to be. So I think all of us need to change that. I think anything is possible. And the way to do that is really think about your current state. Hey, I weigh 204. I want to get down to 190. So what habits do I need to change? And every habit that we have, they're all absolutely changeable. It takes a little bit of, it takes a bit of a starting push. It takes a little bit of an effort. And the key thing is it just takes a bit of time. You can solve 30 days on the new habit. It's going to start to snap in a position. So for weight, that might mean a daily walk. You know, for your finances, it might be rolling down one of your bills and applying that to paying down a mortgage or something faster. Once you see that in either case, then you're really on your way. I think that's some great points of clarity there to really mm-hmm. not just impose these these rules, these sanctions on yourself, but to kind of go with the flow and pardon the pun, but the flow creates your wealth. Yes, I think that's it exactly. It really does. You get the habits started and you get it, you know, you get it set up in a good direction. And then I think the results follow very naturally from that. And as I stayed through my book, Castle Cookbook, it's all about building wealth with minimal effort and minimal sacrifice. Now, talking of this book, Cash Flow Cookbook, I guess mm-hmm. people are probably wondering why is it a cookbook? How did you come up with that? And it's certainly quite intriguing. So, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, I could, you know, interesting. You know, I've read all kinds of personal finance books, and in many ways, they're, they're clones of each other. They always start off with this idea that you need to save 10%. And then you need to invest it in something, exchange-traded funds, mutual funds, real estate. But they always start with this notion of saving 10%. And I think it's good advice. But the problem is, it's really hard for most people to do. It's hard for a lot of people to save 1% or 2% or even just to get beyond living paycheck to paycheck. And so I really thought that there was a need for a book that goes before all the other personal finance books. And one that starts by answering the question, where does that 10% come from? So, again, the usual ways of where it's going to come from really aren't that palatable. Maybe yeah. I don't want to give up, you know, my glass of Merlot at the end of the day. You know, maybe I don't want to give up my sports or my hobbies. Yeah. What I discovered with the book, and it started with a way of getting car washes for free. And that was through retailer, uh, Kathleen retailer, uh, points loyalty points system. And so 
I found this way of getting car washes free. It saved, you know, $25 a month, not a lot of money. So I really yielded about Then I discovered a, a company that provided discounted home alarm monitoring. So we keep our existing hardware, but they take over the monitoring. Um, and that saved another $25 a month. So there's $50. Then I got my spouse on the car wash program. There's 75 And that's not a lot of money. No one's finances are going to change the $75. But it really piqued my interest because here's $75 that took no effort whatsoever. So from there, I started making a list of these ideas. And they all had to be ones that I would actually do myself. You know, there's a lot of crazy ideas about making your own cleaning products and clipping coupons. And I'm not going to do any of that. So what would be the easy ways to free up cash flow? And how much could it save? And then that list became a spreadsheet. And I took a look at, hey, if you invested these monthly amounts, how much would that add up to over 10, 20, or 30 years? And it was really remarkable. And I took the whole thing to my account. And I said, tell me where the math errors are in this thing. But these numbers cannot be right. He went through it and he said, actually, they are right. He says, this would make a fantastic book. Well, that's really how the whole thing started. That's the beginning of Cash the Cookbook. But originally, I thought of writing it as a novel. I had my characters lined up and, you know, they would sort of understand and learn about these financial tips. But I realized there's a lot of numbers in it and there's an opening story. But then we go into these ideas that just didn't fit into a novel. And so I didn't bear under my breath one day. I said, Jesus, what I got? cookbook and I thought wow that's exactly what it is and so that was the birth of cash flow cookbook so the basic idea is we've got a story at the beginning we're looking at a couple Eric and Keisha and we follow them as they make these financial discoveries and they free up a million and a half for their retirement out of nowhere and minimal effort minimal sacrifice so that's the start that's part one of the book and the second part of the book I outlined 60 of these financial recipes, which shows us how to save significant amounts of money in every category that we buy things from our houses to our transportations, to our food, household, lifestyle, and financial. And that's what's in Cashflow Cookbook. That sounds amazing. Now, speaking of Cashflow Cookbook, we love to Mm -hmm. give the listeners freebies here. So what can you offer them today? Oh. Well, that sounds great. I mean, if you wanted to uh, organize some sort of a contest, I'd be happy to throw in five copies of Cashflow Cookbook. Figure out the logistics and I could ship it to your office and get it out to them. That sounds fantastic. So listeners, we are going to run a contest and you can get one of Gordon's fantastic copies of Cashflow Cookbook. So stay tuned for that. Now, Gordon, people can find you on LinkedIn at Gordon Stein. You're also on Facebook at Cashflow Cookbook, Twitter at Cashflow Cook BK, and also right. on Instagram at Cashflow Cookbook. Thank you so much for your time today. I would love to chat more with you in our next episode. Sounds terrific. Thanks so much, Magic. Thank you. Listeners, thank you so much for your time. This was your episode 156. Go forth and create your magical life. Thanks for listening today. Please subscribe to hear future episodes, leave a review and share this podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at A Magical Life Podcast or at Holistic Natural Health Australia. 
That's holistic with a W. You can find us on Instagram at Holistic Natural Health or at www.holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. That's where you'll access all sorts of articles, freebies and more.